You're listening to Center Church Podcast. At Center Church, we strive to keep Jesus at the center of everything we do. You're about to hear a message from our pastor, Matthew Edwards. But before you do, we want to invite you to visit our website at centercharlotte.org. There you can sign up for our weekly emails and receive new content as we release it. Secondly, we want to invite you to visit our pastor's blog at matthewedwards.cc. And finally, if this podcast ministered to you in any way, go ahead and subscribe and you'll be the first to know when we release more content in the future. Thanks for listening in and be blessed. See, in the beginning we were talking about somebody becoming dust. So in the wilderness, they become dust. In the wilderness, they sin against God. In the wilderness, they refuse to obey what God was saying to them that move this way, do this way. They say, no, God, give us the Ten Commandments. Give us the law we want to do as we can make it on ourselves. And God give them the Ten Commandments. And the first thing of the first commandment is that you shall never have another God. Immediately, they make a count. So those things make us to understand that the more you yield to your human effort, you are going to fall. Because the enemy is going to lead you to fall. Because his duty is to eat the dust. So he's going to make you to become dust. So Jesus is saying in John 6, verse 48 to 51, you can read it. I love you to read it. Please, I want you to read it. Don't just listen to me. I want you to read it. Because if you don't read it, when you go out, the enemy is going to take it from you. But when you read it, you remember. It says, I'm the bread of life, the living bread, which come, which give and sustain life. You are telling them that your father eat the manna in the wilderness and they die. This is the bread that comes down out of heaven so that one may eat it and not die. This is the bread that comes from heaven, that once may eat it and not die. Remember, the snake is feeding you to die so that he may eat you. And you, you have, Jesus is telling his disciples before he leaves that this is the bread that comes from heaven, that a man may eat it and not die. It means that you eat this bread, you can never grow old. Amen to myself. Right? You eat this bread, you can never fall sick. You eat this bread, everything that can because he said that that bread sustains life. Right? So then he said, if anyone eat, uh, you know that I say, the one that has set me as a savior will live forever. And the bread that I will give for I will give for the life of the world is my flesh, my body. I use the Amplified Bible. I think that. Okay. So you see, so Jesus is telling them that don't worry about what they are saying. Because the Jew was like, Abraham is our father. I say, yes, but he's your father. But you eat the bread. That comes from heaven. The manner that God has given to you, all of you, your father are dead. But me, my flesh, that I'm going to give, 
is the one that sustains life to those who believe in me. Uh-huh. So we can continue again. I'm sorry. Now, John 6, 53 and 58, he said that, and Jesus said to them, and Jesus said to them, I assure you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, unless you believe in me as a Savior and as a Savior, you believe and the power of me that saves you, you not have no life. I think that we have to. That's okay. So, Jesus is explaining them everything here that unless you eat, I'll leave it, unless you eat the flesh and you drink this, the, the blood of the Son of Man, you don't have no life. You see? So it means that when you eat the flesh and you drink the blood of the Son of Man, you cannot become dust because Jesus came to destroy the work of the devil. We know that, right? We know that in this church. That's why our pastor teaches us every Sunday. That's why we are talking about grace. Grace is the only thing that not, cannot, the devil cannot match. You see, unless you eat his blood, you eat his flesh and you drink his blood, you cannot have life. But when you do it, you can never die. I'm not the one. Read it. It's in your Bible, right? We see it, right? You see, let us take God by his word. Because once we take God by his word, that's where the word of God is applied in our life. So, I want to read in 54. He said that the one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood, believe in me, accept me as a savior, as eternal life, that is now present, possess it, and will raise him from the dead on the last day. This is the people that die by mistake. Jesus is going to raise them on the last day. But we, we are still alive. Paul said that there are a generation of people that will be alive when Jesus comes. If you look at everything that is going on around the world today, we are that generation. I am from that generation. I'm not going to die because I take communion and I'm waiting for my Lord to come. So I'm not, I know I'm not, I know I'm not grave. I know I'm not heritage in the grave. I know I'm nothing. I have life. You see? So God, Jesus is telling us all those things so that he wants us to do exactly what he's saying, eating his flesh and drinking his blood give us life continuously. You see, I used to say to people, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't put that scripture up, but you see, in the Exodus, when God said to them, take the lamb and slow it and put the blood everywhere and eat the blood, and eat, and eat the lamb, the roasted lamb, he said that it's going to be to you a new beginning of life. Read Exodus, Exodus 12. So every time that you take communion, 
you turn the clock of your the clock of your life back to zero. Every time that you take communion, the clock go back to zero. Because God said that that day as you are doing this from now on, start today. That today is a new day for you. So when you take communion, you to say that this is my new day. I'm taking communion. This is my new day out of this situation. This is my new day out of this, this problem. So Lord, I'm taking communion today because you, you did it for me. And because you did it for me, I'm taking this communion and I know that this is the beginning of my life. Then you step out. And if you look at that story, everybody was ready, dressed, dressed up to go out. And that was denied that they did everything. God gave them wealth and riches and everything. They come out of Egypt. They spoil Egypt. Everybody was rich. And there was no, nobody sick. The grandpa and the grandma was running. They was walking. Nobody was walking on the, with a stick. Because they eat the roasted lamb. How much more us today? If you will eat the flesh of Jesus and we drink his blood. So it's very important for us to understand this thing because we have beloved people that come to our house. Don't rush to give them communion. Cause them to sit down. Let's talk about communion. What it means. Three weeks ago, a good friend of mine told me something that I was about to pick up the phone and call that pastor. They are praying the spirit, then I close my mouth. He said to me that his pastor said that because I trained him to take communion, so he moved out of Charlotte. Then he said to me that his pastor told him to don't take communion all the time. I said, he's a killer. That's what I told him. I told him that he wants to kill you. I said, show me in the Bible where they say that you don't take communion all the time. So, we, not, we have to understand that taking communion in this church, we are healed. Taking communion in this church, when you go home, you do the same thing, you heal. Somebody comes to your house, is sick. Take your time, minister to him on communion, explain to him. Because when you explain, you will destroy the bad route that they give him from the from his church, where they train you that, oh no, you take it once a month, or you take it once a year, or the apostle have to come from Jerusalem and fly down to your church, or an angel have to come. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to go in that. So, all those things, you see, the enemy is using the church to kill Christians. I'm, I'm not going to apologize for that, because Jesus said that whosoever eat my flesh and drink my blood, live. The, 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 religion, the religious organization said that, no, you may take communion once a year, once a month, and everything. Why? Then you die. Because Paul said that in 1 Corinthians 11, that because of that, people in the church are sick 
uh, die premature. They, are, they have all diseases because they don't examine themselves in the light of the body of Jesus. And they don't examine their sin in the life of the blood of Jesus that was shed for their sins to redeem them from every cause of the law. So, beloved, this morning, talking about communion, Jesus did something. that He said that this is, what, what, when Jesus was saying this thing, he was not talking to those people. But he was talking to us because if you look at in your Bible, you'll see that in John 17, Jesus prayed for all of us so that we receive that blessing. He prayed for that. So communion is something that we have to take. No, we need to. We have to. We have to take communion all the time. The body so that we have the healing and the blood to remind ourselves that all our sins are forgiven. Amen. So, let us read in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 19, verse 16. Uh, I make, it says that he who keeps and obey the commandment of the law, I love and prefer Bible. Because that Bible says the law, so that everybody thinks that is the Ten Commandments. It's not the Ten Commandments. I thank God for Amplified Bible. He said that he who keeps and obey the commandment of the law keeps God's his own life. But he who is careless of his way and conduct will die. Jesus said, he revealed himself in the, book of Ma, in the book of Luke because Luke is a doctor. And all of us here, in any way, somebody go to the doctor. You go to the doctor, right? You go to the doctor, then he prescribes you medication. He said that you can take this. If you take this pill every morning, it's going to heal your head. But he don't tell you that as he heal your head, watch out for your you are kidding Thank you, my brother. So he don't tell you that. But Luke was a doctor. And when Jesus saw ministry to all of them, Luke, in that night of the table, the last night that they took communion, Luke heard Jesus say that this is my body that was given for you. Do it in remembrance of me. I'm sorry, uh, I can read the scripture, but he said that I want to talk to you about the instruction that Jesus has given to us as a believer. You see, I said to you that who keeps the commandment of the law? So in Luke 22 verse 19, he said that and when he has taken bread and give thanks, he broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body who is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. It is just Luke, the doctor, who said that. Matthew is talking to you about the kingdom because we're talking to the Jew. 
Mark is talking to you about the kingdom because he was talking to the Greek. He was talking to them about the kingdom of God that is supposed to come, where he, Jesus, is going to sit and sit on the, on the throne of his father David. But Luke is a doctor. So Luke will know as a physician that if you prescribe a medication to somebody, you will tell him, take one in the morning, take one in the evening, or take one before you go to bed, or take one before meal and everything. Look here. You can look all over the Bible. This is the only place that I say that. Do this in remembrance of me. Beloved, if somebody who was physically with our Savior said to us that he is a doctor, and here the Savior said that, eat my flesh in remembrance of me. In remembrance of me for what? Because in Isaiah 53, he said that he was wounded for our transgression. He said that the chastisement of our peace was upon him. It is by his stripes that we are healed. In remembrance of me. So when we eat the flesh, when we are diligent, actually me, I'm not diligent to take medication. I'm diligent to take communion. But if you are diligent to take medication, why don't you put the medication aside and put it with communion? You take the pill, say that, no, let me take communion first. Lord, I thank you. Take the communion, and then you take the medication. Why don't you do that? Give God a try. Give him a try. You are a believer. You are righteous. The Lord has called you for a long and healthy life, but you have to give him chance. The more you give him the doctor chances, the more you die. Jesus has redeemed you from the fear of death. So when, even when it's painful, take communion. So that Lord Jesus, thank you because this pain is not going to take me to grave. You be to the grave because of me. And you rose from the grave, you are alive, you are alive in me. I'm not going down there. So I take communion. The second, because the Bible said that in the testimony of two or three, everything is established. We are Paul. Who is Paul? Paul is a doctor of the doctor of the law. Because Paul, his parents put him in the school of Jabez. Jabez is the one that prayed that God, if you, he prayed, everybody know the prayer of Jabez. And God blessed Jabez that he built a city in Israel. Then he built a school to teach people the law. So Paul went to that school and he studied the law. As, as, that's why he was so zealous to destroy. Everybody was talking against the law. And the law, Jesus appeared to him. And this is what Paul is saying. In 1 Corinthians 11, 20, 24 and 25, he said that, it is Paul who said, Paul said that, all of us, you know that scripture, I'm sorry, I know 
wanted to take too much of your time because I want you to listen. And after this time, I want you to have time to take your communion by yourself this morning. We expect you to come out of this door healed. We expect you today that as you are going to come out of this door today, your, your health is restored. Amen to myself. So, Paul said, when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this represents my body, which is offered as a sacrifice for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant ratified and established in my blood. Do this as often you drink it in remembrance of me. Paul received the full revelation of the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's why if you look at the issue of Paul, Paul accepted. Paul wanted to die so that he can go and meet Jesus. Say to the Lord, thank you. I saw it, but Lord, I just wanted to see you. Nobody killed Paul. He is the one who decided. If you read all the letter of Paul, you'll see all his farewell in Philippians. It was said that I, I did everything. Now I'm ready to go. Because he wanted to meet the Lord. He wanted to go and say that, Lord, thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you. You see, but it's not yet your time. You are not going nowhere. You see, yeah, we are going to live to glorify the Lord. Amen. I just wanted to explain to you that the revelation that Paul has from the Lord making to see Jesus. And Jesus said to you that, talk to them that when they eat my body, let them eat it in remembrance that by everything that I receive, by everything that I went to physically, beloved, Jesus suffered physically so that you never suffer physically. Say amen to that. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying to you this morning. Because Jesus received all those things on his body. He went through the pain and everything. So that when you take communion, you receive your healing. It may be, as I was saying to you today, it may be that you already named that thing. You already possess it. You already said that this is your, 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 your part for your family and everything. So the more you take communion, you say to that condition that, let me tell you one thing. I just eat Jesus' body and I was healed by his life. So I curse you from your root. I command you to leave my body or to leave my daughter or to leave my son or to leave my husband. All your root, I uproot you I send you to the sea. The more you say that, you take communion. Then, then your healing began to manifest 25, 30, 50, 75, 80, 90. Then it becomes 120%. It's not going to come, become a 100 and a 100. No, because when Jesus healed you, he gave you more than what it was before. So the Bible said that whosoever is diligent to keep 
the commandment of the law is alive. But if you are careless, oh no, I just take communion where my dad reminds me, or I take communion where my wife can talk about it, and I take communion or when I feel like you are not diligent. But you are diligent to watch the show on TV. But you are diligent to go to eat. Be diligent to take communion. The Bible says that. It says that whosoever keep the commandment of the Lord, whosoever keep the instructions of Jesus, live his own life. Not my life. You know, I don't take communion for my children. I train them to take communion. If you want to live in my house, take communion for your life. I take communion for my own life. I have a long life that the Lord has given to me and has promised me. There are so many things that I've never done that I have to do them. So I take communion for my own life. I take it in the car. I take it sometimes in the parking lot. I take it everywhere. I just take communion. I love take communion. That's why I'm talking to you this morning. I'm, thank, I'm so thankful that the Lord used our pastor to say to me that he wants me to talk today. But I just want, I love to talk about communion. Because when we take communion, we are alive. Yes. You see, when we take communion, we see how somebody else, we are the same age. But he is just going down. But me, I'm going up. They ask me, what is your secret? Then I said, oh, you know what? Jesus. That's all. He said, but why don't you take the medication? I said, no. I take communion. He said, I said, no, me, I take communion. And since I take communion, I'm alive. Let us try to give God the power over our life this morning. We are going to take communion. And I make the prayer. It's going to be on the screen. You are going to take your communion with everything that I said to you today. My main goal is for you to take communion by yourself. I know we are training this church to take communion. But we put that prayer. I thank you, Lord, for this one. I want you to take your time. Take your communion. Remember, his body. I want you to talk to him this morning, yourself. I'm not going to read it for you. I want you to read it by yourself because he said that your own life. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening to Center Church Podcast. We trust that you've been blessed. If you'd like to receive more of our content in the future, you can email us at centercharlotte at gmail.com or just visit our website at centercharlotte.org. Thanks for tuning in and may God's grace cover you in every area of your life.